Hi, welcome to Two Towns Over. This show is made possible by our patrons, so if you would like to support us, we're at patreon.com slash two towns over. If you can't afford monetary donations, we are also at facebook.com slash ttopod. If you would share us around and give us five-star ratings on whatever podcast you're into, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. While we're on the subject of butt chugging. Fucking loud. So that was fun. Everything's on, right? I believe so. I think you're just. Away from the mic and mumbling. I am away from the mic and mumbling. Started playing the new Zelda game yet? There it is. <sighs> I don't have a Switch anymore. We don't uh. want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about Zelda. I literally am actually sad about it. I'm so fucking <laughs> upset, dude. I, I'm I'm actually upset. Like, I literally, my sister was like, do you, you know, how's your bank account? I was like, it's kind of okay. It's like, okay. She was like, well, because I can do a referral program. And she was like, you get $800 uh, if you donate. It's eight times in four weeks. So twice a week for four weeks, right? Which is doable. And you get 800 bucks. And I was thinking, fuck, with $800, I can get a Switch, Tears of the Kingdom, uh-huh. <laughs> and pay my taxes all at once. Yeah. I should I should have fucking took her up on that offer. Yeah. But I just don't have the time nor the energy for that shit already. All right. So we got a lot to go through. So let's go ahead and get started. Welcome, everybody, to Stuff Don Found Interesting. Uh, this one, I I'm not. switched it up on us again. I thought it was going to start with the West Memphis. No, no, no. We nope. got two midweeks. So we're yeah. going to do. Oh. We're going to. One, one, Yeah, one. it's like, big, what is big it? Big recording the, day. The, the sandwich, you know, when you. Yeah. Two good things <laughs> in a bath. We're making a sad sandwich. We're making yes. a sad sandwich. But. Um, so at this time There's you don't get to choose for the episode. <laughs> yes, making a sad sandwich. You could use that one part of Kendrick Lamar's song "Humble." I remember syrup sandwiches and gram allowances. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys don't get to choose because I think the second midweek that we record is going to be the better one, this and I think tyranny. <laughs> so um, fucking fascist. This 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 week we're going to talk Listen, about. I believe that Don is the one person who can lead us to a great revolution <laughs> <laughs> so um this comes from winerist or winerist magazine winerist winerist magazine uh, it's it's about wine, wine or wrists wine wine okay the 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 topic or the headline is weird things people do with wine they fuck it so and it all stems from one story i can't guarantee that the other three stories are going to be as enthralling okay as the last story we do but okay i'd like to uh take a quick moment to shout out adam ruins everything for telling me about how uh wine experts are all full of shit heard that shit also (laughs) shouts out to adam conover of adam ruins everything for standing with the fucking picketers dude fucking i saw that clip yeah so he's been very active in that the one where he went on cnn and trashed cnn there's uh, that one. Yeah, I've seen that clip yeah. too. There's one where he tells you what a neutral gate is and how that's bullshit. Yeah. And then there's another one where he's just talking about how fucked up America is. And isn't it beautiful that we actually get 
a place to go and actually change something for once. Yeah, uh, Adam Conover uh, forced my brain to accept the inevitability of death when I was on LSD one time, and I watched the Adam Ruins Everything episode about death, and I don't think <laughs> I legitimately don't think I've been the same person since that <laughs> moment. I did see one picket sign that said uh, that if if their demands aren't met, someone is going to climb to the top of the Warner Brothers water tower and release the Animaniacs, and nobody wants that. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 good. That's great. That's the, really the thousand good. year evil will be unleashed, <laughs> <laughs> sealed away decades ago. All right. So the first story uh, in the summer of two thousand seven, around the magical hour of midnight. A pleasant patio dinner party was just winding down when things took a sudden turn for the terrifying. The owner of the Washington, D.C. home had just gone for a night walk with his dog, leaving his six guests to enjoy a bottle of wine after dinner. Night Walk is Ghost Stroke's ninth studio album. <laughs> we need to start writing this shit down. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, he also left the back gate open, and, and, an, an, and an uninvited stranger entered, approached the unsuspecting group, and took the youngest member hostage. Give me your money, he said, holding his gun to the head of the 14-year-old girl, or I'll start shooting. Oh, hold up. Go back. What? Left his guests to enjoy a bottle of wine. Yeah. Abducted the youngest member who was... 14. Doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean the girl was drinking. I think it does, and I think well, whatever he you, should be in jail. Whatever your head cannons, you know. That's you. It's listen. <laughs> I mean, I was at those high school parties. If it was a bottle of wine, then it was uh, not that bad. <laughs> so the other guests, including the girl's parents, were frozen in shock, unable to process the dire situation, until one of the women broke the tension. "We're just finishing dinner," she said. "Why don't you have a glass of wine with us?" Miraculously, it worked. The armed would-be robber accepted the glass that was poured for him and a second and a third, and somehow... She... Now, if her parents are there and it's a dinner time thing... Yeah, 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 yeah. I've, That seems more reasonable But it's still, me. it was midnight. Yeah. Yeah, the magical... Who has dinner at midnight? Christmas parties, New Year's Eve. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it, so... If you get off work at midnight. New yeah. Yorkers are stupid. I don't know. Like, they don't sleep, I think, is what they say. So, strangely enough, the would-be robber... If you're from New York, don't. Fucking at me. I don't care. <laughs> the would-be robber changed his original request from money to hugs. The dinner party guests were more than happy to comply, and after each one had, quote, paid, the robber wandered off with one last glass of the red Bordeaux in hand. You didn't have... They didn't have to say it like that. <laughs> they didn't have to say it like that, and they did. And I... This is... We have told some genuinely unbelievable stories on this show before. I believe this one the least. <laughs> well, I, you know, honestly, I've heard crazier shit that I do believe, but it's too cringe. It feels like a social media bot made it up. Yeah, exactly. Like, Th this is <coughs> this is AI generated for a wine mom's Facebook page. Yeah. Now, uh, that's so much funnier than you think it was. <laughs> So the next story uh, took place also in 2007. A woman from Lake Jackson, Texas, was brought to trial for the suspected homicide of her husband back in 2004. Yeah, I do have a similar one to uh, the robber. This is another like viral post, so I don't know if it was true. But uh, it was this guy 
who was he had like just moved he was going through university so he was completely broke on his own got some ratty little apartment all he had in there was like an inflatable mattress on the floor and a tiny little stand with like an old CRTV and, and antennas on it and he walked into his house one day and there was a dude in a ski mask that was just standing there looking at everything and he turned and he looked at him and he was like, dude, you live like this? <laughs> and he said, hold on, I'm going to come back. And <laughs> some other dudes in ski mask came back and gave him a couch, a new TV, <laughs> and, and a like mattress. A, yeah. <laughs> Definitely stolen. Oh, for, for sure. sure. He said he, he said he never asked where any of it came from he said thank you <laughs> and they left but i love that story because i used to feel the same way like if anyone walked into remember my i call it the trap house mm-hmm. yeah it, I, I like that vine where it's just i think it's a marlin webb vine where he's literally sleeping in an empty room uh uh-huh. it just it's literally he's on the floor yeah with a blanket and a guy comes in and he's like this is a oh oh <laughs> and then he hands him a mask and a gun and he says, Nigga, come with us. <laughs> so funny. So this woman was arrested, brought to trial for the suspected homicide of her husband in 2004. The murder weapon was Sherry via enema. I believe it immediately. <laughs> okay. So, yes, he literally died from a Sherry butt. And I the- wish that we were a video podcast because <laughs> I just I had fully I leaned away to hit my vape and you said via enema and I was right back on the mic ready. <laughs> and there are so many things wrong with that that we don't even know where to begin. Understandably, neither did the prosecutors. Apparently, the man, one M. Warner, had a severe alcohol issue to begin with. Troubles with his throat made him unable to consume his favorite beverages the normal way. Uh, I know this story. This is from A Thousand Ways to Die, I think. Yes. uh, So it's been done a couple of times on A Thousand Ways to Die. (laughs) Yeah. Leaving him dependent on the enema, the use of which required the assistance of his wife. The event that led to Warner's death was supposedly not the first time they had collaborated in this manner. While Mrs. Warner claimed innocence to the charges of negligent homicide... (laughs) It must have been difficult to explain why her husband's blood alcohol content was 0.47. God damn. Jesus over Christ. six times the legal limit in yeah. Texas. I really wrestled with the constant issue of negligence, um, said Brazoria County District Attorney Jerry Yen. On the case, I didn't think it rose to the level of negligent homicide. The trial closed with the verdict that Mrs. Warner was innocent thanks to lack of evidence and all charges were dropped. I was going to say that if they don't have physical evidence to There's prove no that she prove did it for him. Did then, it. Yeah. But also I, that same the episode that I'm thinking of, it also has a story where a couple is like on vacation or something uh-huh. and they stole some luggage. Uh-huh. And the, in the luggage, they found these bottles of what looked like vodka or some other clear liquor. Uh-huh. And they drank it. And it happened to be basically purified liquid cocaine. (gasps) And they died very quickly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because you can absorb that shit. Liquid purified cocaine, which is a way that you transport it across borders because it's, you know. So you can absorb that through your skin just by fucking touching it. Yeah. You can absorb enough through your skin to kill you. 
and they drank it. Holy shit. Um, so it's, while we're on the subject of butt chugging, did, did I send you the the picture that I got from outside of work the other day that was titled Environmental Storytelling? Yes. I Oh, I got to look at it again. Hold so I, I happened to – you know what? Yeah, yeah. Pull it. Pull it up. I'm gonna see I, if I can find it real quick. I want you to. Th- th- this will be. This will be easier if you uh, explain. If you can't find it, I'm gonna send it to you again. That might be better. We'd be texting a lot, bro. <laughs> we holy fuck yeah, we send each other so much. Well, while you guys are looking, I was gonna say here, like pause it for a second because we're in the middle of a. This is important. <laughs> yeah, I had walked around the side of work the other day, and uh, I saw that there was a box sitting behind a pillar and i would like reuben to explain what is in that box so in said box are four empty like airplane sized bottles of what looks like jim beam or some other type of like alcohol mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um a plastic bag that's like tucked up in the corner of the box crumpled a bowl like like a bowl that you would get like a takeout macaroni it's in. actually uh it's a red solo cup Oh, is it a solo cup? Okay, uh-huh. the angle is off. Yeah. So it's a red solo cup and then and a torn open and clearly empty box that just says CVS Health Enema. So you tell me what you think <laughs> happened behind the CVS. Okay. <laughs> do, do you know what they did this night? <laughs> Can you say butt chug? So the world of wine is one full of nuances, traditions, and surprises. Anything can affect the worth of a given bottle, place of origin, the vintage, production method, general associations. That one time your sister was like, damn, this is good. <laughs> a bottle of wine can reach exorbitant prices from hundreds to thousands of do- to tens of thousands or whatever currency you prefer to work with. For many winemakers, the only hope of marketing your wine at such prices is to make it seem really, really special. Enter novelty wines. Now, in the top 19 criminals of one of the top weirdest things people do with wines, therefore, is make it even weirder. Sometimes people actually drink this stuff. Now, maybe it makes sense when there are supposed health benefits. The Chinese reptile rice wine is brewed with whole lizards in every bottle. Ooh. Now, the Vietnamese version uses snakes and is advertised as a cure-all for anything from ulcers to arthritis. But there are limits to what you should or should not put in a drink and how much you should profit from questionable her- heresy. Or hearsay, sorry. Hearsay. Mm-hmm. Case in point. Tiger- questionable heresy should be the name of our fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Case in point. Tiger bone wine made by steeping tiger carcasses with the wine said to give the drinker renewed Ooh. strength. It's illegal, but still popular on the black market. That seems fucked up. But the most unbelievable is Sangzul Korean rice wine made with human feces. Okay. Nope. <laughs> Done. And if you're like, why was lizards and snakes okay, but tigers weren't? Because lizards and snakes are fucking everywhere. Yeah. There are like a thousand tigers left anywhere. <laughs> like, calm down. So on the morning of January 10th, 2018, one northern Russian man apparently wanted the New Year's celebrations to last all month. Finding his stock of alcohol running dangerously low and himself dangerously close to sobriety, he set out on a quest for more. Unfortunately, he set out too early for any of the stores to be open. 
dangerously close to sobriety should have been the name of the first album of the punk band that I wanted to start when I was 16. (laughs) Far too early, in fact, and so he took matters into his own hands and opened the entire side of a store himself with a stolen tank. He acquired the armored personnel carrier from a nearby motorsport training ground, drove it through the forest, over someone's car, and into the store. Witnesses reported that he seemed to already be drunk when he climbed back out of the tank, entered the store, and came out with a target on of his, with the target of his heist exactly one bottle of wine. Wow. Wow. Alcoholism isn't a sickness. So <laughs> this final story is this, the reason why we did the wine story. But I'm switching gears. This is actually a uh, a blog by an A.D. Smith. And the story is the story of the human wine decanter. The guy pays an ER visit to his local hospital, complaining of irritation every time he urinates. Okay. He gets examined, and the doctor thinks nothing of, too unusual of it, until the ma- and sends the man on his way with a prescription of antibiotics. A couple weeks go by, and the gentleman has returned to the ER several times now, at which point the doctor knows there is more to the situation than what is being let on. Uh-huh. Sternly, he tells the guy that unless he knows exactly what is going on, there isn't much more he can do. And thus the human wine decanter speaks. That's your damn job as a doctor is to find out what's wrong. What the fuck are you talking about? So he tells the doctor that he is hired by very wealthy individuals to act as a form of luxury entertainment. By this, what he means is he is paid a ridiculously large sum of money to insert a catheter into his bladder, drain the urine and refill it with copious amounts of wine. Taking a variety of drugs to ease the pain, the gentleman then makes his way around the venue, decanting wine from his his penis into the guest's glasses. It was due to the continued gourmet party trick this trap was performing that exacerbated the irritation with his penis. Uh, I don't believe this. (laughs) Unless we understand that why these things exist, poor people can't afford a human decanter, so they chose the next best thing, which is a decanter shaped like a penis. Oh, okay. That's that that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I fine. have seen bachelorette parties before. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's 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 just yeah. <laughs> so that that's pretty much that's that's pretty much it. Uh, I just read the human wine decanter. I do have one thing that's uh related to that second to last story about the Enema or the tank tank no i guess third third to last story about there being like the the wines that get made oh, with yeah. like tigers and uh, shit yeah. or whatever uh a buddy of mine uh was in the marines and he was te- he was telling me some of his old like drinking stories from when he was stationed in okinawa and one of the things that he was telling me about was this um it's it's a okinawan rice liquor uh that comes with a fang veering pit viper coiled at the bottom of the bottle uh-huh. like the actual snake is coiled at the bottom of the bottle that yeah. the liquor is in yeah they do not devenom the snake uh-huh and in the doses that you get from drinking it normally that venom basically reduces your alcohol 
uh, tolerance tolerance to zero. So you just be so drunk you as get fuck. fucking blasted because you know he he tells me all sorts of like drinking stories and shit from when he was in the Marines uh-huh. and. He said everybody in their life at some point should experience a barracks party because those dudes go fucking hard. <laughs> and he he was telling me a buddy of his, like, drank that, and he had to, like, fireman carry a man larger than himself most of the way back to, back to base. Yep. 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 He said it was very close to becoming an international incident. The older <laughs> the older your country is, the crazier your alcohol is. Oh yeah. Like it's just how it works cuz we've been doing it since we figured out how to drink stuff. <laughs> like yep. yep. Uh that one's fun though. He'll probably hear this episode at some point. <laughs> I right. really enjoy that. Well, on that note, uh I just want to point out that this month is mental health awareness month. That's right it is. So everybody take care of yourselves. For God's sake, be good to yourselves. And if you need it, get some help. Uh, We'll still be here when you get back. Probably. Probably. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) That is not the correct message for Mental Health Awareness Month. (laughs) I'm just saying, you got to keep it real, dog. It's a realistic message for Mental Health Awareness Month, but it's not the right one. All right, guys. So thank you for listening, um, and we will talk to you next time. Uh, Bye. 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 Fuck cancer.